Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast, Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to catch them all with your host. I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger, and I'm Team Zekrom. And I'm Doug, also known as Doug Watchin, and I'm full of pizza and coffee, and that's great. Also, I'm Team Zekrom. <laughs> a little different, though, folks. I had the same answer, so I had to try something different. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Still somewhat different, because you're full of pizza and coffee. Yes. I'm full of bagels and water. Mmm, also good things. <laughs> Coffee's better, but I'm out of coffee. Ah, uh, that's so sad. <laughs> it, it is, and I'm broke, so I can't go buy coffee. <laughs> <sighs> to listen to the show, you can find us on 4RideRadio.com. Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace. Seriously, get on that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Miro Guy, Double Twist, YouTube, Spell Radio, and Player FM. I don't know what half of those are, honestly, folks. I really don't know. I'm just reading I'm, scripts. Me neither. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, what's YouTube? <laughs> this podcast <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. It's illustrations and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Seriously, go check her out. She's got some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we are back. We took an extra week off because we're starting to slow down on some news. Uh, But uh, there is a little bit of news, and we do have a special episode for you guys. So, hope you don't get too bored with us. Huzzah! Yeah. Uh, So, how you been, Doug? I've been pretty good. Um, For the most part, I've just been doing the same thing. And... Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Work, 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 sleep, sleep, sleep. Pretty much, yeah. It's just been uh, go to work during the day and sleep at night. But this week's been pretty good, to be totally honest. I actually did a bunch of stuff in the evenings, which I don't normally do. So saw a couple movies, uh, went to like a mentalist show last night. That was pretty cool. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm trying to think of other what stuff did I see? did. I saw two movies this week. I saw... What was the first one? Oh, I saw Split. That was weird. And I saw... Oh, is that the uh, guy with the 20-something multiple personalities? Yep. The one with, like, James McAvee and that girl that's now in every movie ever. Um, or is about to be, at least. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. It was very weird. Very weird. But very good. Go see it, everyone. And then I also saw Fences, which was completely different than Split. <laughs> with Denzel Washington. <laughs> So, yeah. Nice. How about you? What have you been up to? Um, doing a little bit of work on the house. By little bit, I mean little bit. I really try not to do much there. Um, <laughs> other than that, I mean just working, sleeping, and too much money. Yeah. Cash rules everything around me. <laughs> yep. And that's going to be even harder because starting February 3rd, Sun and Moon Pokemon cards are coming out. 
Uh, that's excitement noise and also my poor wallet noise at the same time. Yes, I've already pre-ordered on Amazon a booster box of cards. So I think it's like 30-something packs. I, you, oh man, I don't know how you're, <laughs> I was, I was going to do the same thing and I might still do the same thing, but I also made a really irresponsible decision last night to buy a common Rider helmet, nice. <laughs> which costs way more than a booster box. So we'll see uh, what I can cut out of my, <laughs> my expenses. <laughs> but I do, I did get some Sun and Moon cards. I got one of the, uh, the decks so far. Oh, okay. So I haven't opened it yet, but I'll, I figured I'd wait just in case I don't get other cards. Um, for when we uh, need those cards for a thing that might happen. Um, Hopefully our next episode. Yeah, so I, I did get that, but we'll see. Hopefully I can, I can you know, dig through the couch and find some change and maybe get a booster box as well. Actually, since we're talking about it, we should probably advertise that on this episode just in case. Um, so, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> I don't know what you're about to talk about. <laughs> well, uh, basically, um, I threw this idea out at you for the next episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do know um, what you're talking basically, about. <laughs> because I'm buying the booster box and I would like to show off all the cards to everyone. But obviously, I, at first I was like, you know, we should just do an opening on the show. But I'm like, you don't get the full effect on a podcast because you're just going to be like, oh, look what I just pulled and I'll show you. And you get to see it, but everyone else is just like, what? What did he get? Right, what is that? What is that? I hope he, I hope he describes it. What is that? <laughs> so, and that would just take forever with that. So I'm, what I'm thinking is yeah. doing a live YouTube show. Um, I think that'd be cool. We'll, yeah, we'll find a day. We'll both sit down. So it's probably going to be holding on to this booster box for like, a week without being able to open it. That's just going to kill me, but I'll manage to throw it. <laughs> it's torture. It's absolute torture. It, it, it will be, but... So, we'll sit down, we'll do it on the YouTube show this way, like, obviously we got our cameras, everyone can see, and then, because I'm super lazy, I will then release that as an actual podcast, so this way, if anyone just wants to listen to it or, like, they miss, like, the first few minutes. So I'm sure there might be, like, some news or something like that that we'll cover real quick. And then we'll get yeah. to the opening. So. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes first. But that's the plan. Uh, I'm sure we'll make a more of an announcement up on Twitter eventually. So if you're not following us on Twitter, go to at Victory Road Pod. And give us a follow. Yeah, and if you follow us and retweet a certain tweet, uh, there's still a contest going on that will last for about one week, I think, um, where you could get some sweet stuff. Nice. So, yeah, check that out. Once jealous, follow. I can't enter. I know, <laughs> I know, right? That's how I knew I did a good job. It was when Kyle said, <laughs> oh, man, I wish I could win that. <laughs> All right. So, um... Back to what we were saying, Sun and Moon cards coming out February 3rd, 2017. That's next Friday or in two Woo-hoo! days when you're listening to this. Exciting. Oh, yeah. Toys R Us is doing an event for the release of the cards on the 4th. And actually, no. What are they doing? Uh, Do we basically, know? they are giving away one free Pokemon card with 
uh, binder and everything. I'm pulling it up right now. I know we what something. I get the full details for everyone. But That's embarrassing. I should already know then. <laughs> while, while I'm talking about it, have you seen the energy cards from this pack? Yeah, they look awesome. Like, seriously, I this love is grass. the design. This is grass. Yeah, it's. I don't. It's so cool. <laughs> it's crazy, and I am like super excited about this. I really like the basic design that they have for the cards. So I don't know how to describe what it is I'm talking about, but you know how they, they sort of change the format or they update the format of the actual yeah. card layout? That's the word I'm looking for, layout. I really like the layout for the Sun and Moon cards. And they also just feel very like light in their design. Um, there's not a lot of like superfluous detail, and it's just really like simple and clean looking. So that's one thing I've already really, really taken to. All right, so the Toys R Us card is a Cosmog card. Oh, want it. You can already get in the pack, but this one will have like, just a little special printing on it saying Toys R Us, basically. Still awesome. And then you get like a, uh, let's see here. Um, you receive an exclusive foil Cosmog, which probably means that it's, it's going to be like a common card or an uncommon in the deck, in the packs. Yeah. So you get like a special foil of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got the special Toys R Us stamp, as well as a Sun and Moon Collector's album featuring Solgaleo and Lunala's booster pack artwork. Hmm. That's pretty cool. It will run from uh, 12 in the afternoon to 2 p.m., so you got a two-hour window to get it. Hmm. That's not a ton of time. <laughs> no, it's not. So, And usually you want to get there early, because I went when they did the first pack... Uh, Evolutions pack, and I got the uh, what was it? I didn't get the Electabuzz card. It was a different one that I. Could, it was a Charmander card. Oh, okay. And there were parents with their kids just lined up, and I walk in the line with a Power Rangers T-shirt, and <laughs> I heard and I heard kids being like, "Oh, it's a Power Ranger! Oh, I want that shirt!" And the parents were like, "Don't look at him, honey. He's weird. <laughs> He's a grown up. Don't look so, at him." <laughs> yeah. So, whatever. Parents, if you're out there, be nice to us nerds. Yeah. We just want the same thing your kids do. Yeah. We spend money on the stuff your kids like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, that's about it for card news and whatnot. But game news, we got some really cool things. Lay it on us. All right. So, Pokemon Bank finally got updated. So, you can finally transfer all your Pokemon from XY, Black, White, Red, Blue, Yellow, Black 2 and White 2, obviously. Thank goodness. Sun and Moon. Awesome. Now, and obviously also with the update, you get a special Mew Z crystal, the Munium Z, which gives Mew its special ability, which is kind of cool. It's like the cutest name ever. Munium Z. (laughs) The attack (laughs) is kind of cool, too. It's got, it kind of just does like this whole DNA uh, attack like it kind of swirls around into like a DNA form, which obviously because Mew is the ancestor of all Pokemon, so yeah, sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you transfer from red, blue, and yellow, because this is the first time you can do it, mm-hmm. uh, obviously they got to add a bunch of things. So your Pokemon's gonna be randomly assigned a gender. So obviously, what you thought might have been a boy Pokemon is may actually end up being a girl Pokemon. 
So I hope you chose your nicknames well. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, what else did they have? Um, obviously, also your abilities and your natures will be assigned. The abilities, you actually have a chance of getting like the secret ability. Hmm. That's going to be interesting, right? Like you, if you spend all this time training something in red, blue, or yellow, <laughs> and if you're really particular about natures and abilities and stuff, but I guess if you are, you're probably not spending a lot of time on red, blue, and yellow anyway. There's still a chance that one could also be shiny. Oh, I never even thought of that. Do we yeah. know what the likelihood is? Have they? Has anybody figured out what the... I don't know. It could just be like the same rating. It's just like... Yeah. Basically, if your Pokemon's IVs match up to a certain number or something, I don't know the full effect of IVs and all that stuff. So if anyone does and want to come on the show and talk about that, come on aboard because we'd love Please to hear do. about it. Because yes. we don't know anything about that stuff. Well, we don't know a lot about that stuff. We know teeny things about that stuff. Yeah. But basically, if your IVs of your Pokemon match up to a certain number, it'll become a shiny. It'll be a shiny. So... Fingers crossed you get a shiny out of that whole transfer thing. And in the corner of the Pokemon's ID thing, it'll show a little Game Boy symbol showing that it came from the Game Boy, which is really cool. That is awesome. Now, hackers have already hacked into the Pokemon bank and <laughs> found something, have found something interesting, and you're going to like this. Now, of take this with a grain of salt. I, please, take this with a grain of salt. Don't hold us accountable if it doesn't happen. I have my grain of salt ready. There's another symbol for some Pokemon, and it's basically a G inside of a circle. Rumors are you will be able to transfer your Pokemon from Pokemon Go to your Pokemon Bank. Whoa. That would be so cool. I could I could put Randy in the Pokemon Bank. <laughs> <laughs> You could. My trusty Clefairy named Rand or Clefable named Randy. <laughs> and, and you could battle with it in uh, Sun and Moon. Ah! Oh my gosh. That is actually really exciting. Please, <laughs> because for all we know, the G instead of a circle could be something completely different. Yeah. It could have been like the first idea for Game Boy, you know, the G, and then just put it in a circle and call it a day. Yeah, it could be garbage data. Exactly. But the idea of putting a Pokemon Go with the game would be really cool, and I would love for them to do it. I don't know how they would do it, but I'm interested. So Me we'll see too. how that goes. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, no, other game news, a new game has been released called Pokemon Duel Which for your iOS and Android games. Have you downloaded it or played it? I have played it, and... I'm not really that impressed. Basically, you are this kid who's never played this game before, and you're already entering a tournament because why that's not? Yeah, that's what so, I do. Yeah. So this <laughs> other kid, he's like, oh, we're rivals. Oh, you've never played before? Wow, that, that takes guts. And then he's like, well, <laughs> let me teach you how to play this game that you've entered a tournament for. And you get, like, these Pokemon little figurines, and you got to move them about the map, and you basically have to capture the flag is essentially what I'm getting at it. Okay. But you just got to get your Pokemon to your opponent's base, and that's it. And I'm intrigued, it, you know? I don't know. And I think the only way to really battle is by battling actual other people. Oh, like real-life people. Yeah. 
Mm, they do have like trainings where you can go up against a computer, so it's not so bad. But the only real way to like raise your rank is to go up against real people, and then you you can buy a figurine. Like you can buy packs that will give you figurines a chance of getting rare ones. Like I got a rare Latios or Latias, Latias, mm. yeah. And I'm kind of like, man, this it's not for me. Maybe can for you- other people, but. Can you earn new stuff in the game, or do you have to spend real-life money? You can earn new stuff. Uh, every time you beat a player, you receive a certain amount of points, and once you have enough points, you can buy a pack for yourself instead of like spending like the special crystals that you have to buy with your own money. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. So it's like a typical sort of mobile yeah, buy-stuff-along-the-way type game. Mm-hmm. But it is said that you don't have to buy anything with your own money to complete the game. Oh, that's good. That is always a sell. <laughs> but it's going to be probably more difficult, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, again, not for me. But if you want to check it out, it's available on iOS and Android uh, called Pokemon Duel. I'll have to make sure I play it before the next time we record so I can give you my impressions. Okay, cool. And then finally, game news, not really a game, but it is a game system. You got the Pikachu Yellow Edition New Nintendo 3DS XL being released February 24th, 2017. Basically, it's a special Nintendo 3DS. It's got Pikachu printed on the cover. It's yellow, and it goes for about $199.99. And it's so cute, and I'm so mad (laughs) that I got a new 3DS XL, like, four months ago. Yeah, but yours is cool looking. Uh, I know, mine's really cool. It's like the Galaxy one. But this one, it's just like Pikachu's curled up on the front and it looks so cute. <laughs> the, the only way I would get a 3DS XL is if they released a Fire Emblem theme. Ooh, that'd be cool. I'm they surprised they haven't. Oh, they okay. did last year and I didn't get it, so. So you are S-O-L. Well, there's another Fire Emblem game coming out in May, so... There you go. I'll cross my fingers for you. Uh, No new Pokemon Go news, but... Which hopefully means something's cooking, you know? Well, seeing as how a lot of the things have been happening during events, like Christmas, Halloween, New Year's... Mm Mm-hmm. People are maybe speculating Valentine's Day. I hope so, because they could do some cool stuff with that if they really wanted to. Well, here's the thing. Valentine's Day is about love and friendship. All certain Pokemon in Johto with friendship. With friendship! So maybe they will release the friendship Pokemon, i.e. Crobat, uh, Blissey, the Espeon and Umbreon. That would be awesome! I would be so excited if I could finally have, finally have an Umbreon in Pokemon Go. Oh, that'd be so cool. Nice. nice. I need it, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> and then Anime News XYZ finale already aired, and it was amazing. Yeah? It was very good. Um, All the feels? Yes. A lot of feels. <laughs> But the way it ends, and this isn't a spoiler or anything like that, but if you don't want to hear this, then just skip ahead by like a couple seconds. But 
basically it ends with Ash running to his house in the middle of the night being like, Mom, Mom, I'm home. Did you miss me? And then that's how it ends. <laughs> now, take that, because normally what happens is when a series ends, uh, Ash will come home. There'll be like a full episode about Ash coming home, seeing Professor Oak, having all the Pokemon meet each other, and then uh, him finding about his next adventure at the end of it. And then the next episode is usually like the first episode of the new series. Sure. It's how it's always been. This one just ends like this. And then like the next episode, which is Sun and Moon episode one, we see how it starts with him already in Alola with his mom on vacation because Mr. Mime on a vacation trip. (laughs) Yep. So, and I'm taking this as like a reboot almost. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like they're they're leaving this kind of gap open to either interpret as it's just a continuation, or you know, this exactly. one era kind of came to an end, and now so, we're starting a new. They're kind new of rebooting thing. the whole franchise for younger kids and whatnot. Yeah. So, with X, Y, and Z being the finale, basically, is how I'm seeing it, and then you kind of still have to count um, the first. Uh, Indigo League because obviously Ash mentions he has a Tauros in the first episode. Yeah. So this is still like some events happened, obviously probably like the Indigo League, and then he went to Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, unless of course he mentions other characters like Dawn, Iris, Serena. Hey, maybe we'll end up getting an anime multiverse too. That's what I was thinking too, and I'm okay with that. Maybe, uh, maybe there's an anime multiverse where it jumps directly from Kanto to Sun and Moon, because they kind of connect them already, you know, with the different forms yeah. and stuff. Yeah, this is also very true. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I believe that's actually all the news that we have. So I guess we should probably get into the main episode discussion. Let's do it. I forgot, which I forgot to delete on our notes. So it says Pokemon Mythology and History. All right, we're doing that it. great episode. <laughs> that great episode. Go check it out. Or we'll just do it all over again right now. Yay. It all started with an egg. <laughs> and that egg hatched our Lord and Savior. Uh, JK, just go listen to the other one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, this is uh, a little bit of a lazy episode. <laughs> it's get to know your hosts. Hi. Hi. My name's Kyle. I'm Doug. Nice to meet you. How are you? Oh, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I've seen uh, these 30 day challenges around on Twitter and Facebook and stuff where you basically just post one each day for an entire month. And some of them are drawing where you get to draw your favorite Pokemon, your least favorite, and stuff like that. Yeah. But this, I figured, we're not going to take 30 days to do. We're just going to do it in one full episode. Right here, right now. Exactly. And it's not 30 questions because I added a few things and deleted a few things. So we got 37. Unless, of course, we decide to add a few. Yeah, who knows? Exactly. So without further ado... um. If you just want to do like, I'll ask you a question. I'll ask you the first question, and then you can ask me 
Well, I'll ask sure. you the first question, I'll respond with mine, and then you can ask me a second question, and then you respond with yours, and we'll just go back and forth like that. Let's do it. We got yeah. this, I think. All right. We'll, we'll <laughs> get mixed up somewhere, and we'll just be like, wait, what? Uh, whose turn is it? Eh, whatever. It's going to be great. Exactly. So sit back, relax, and don't change that dial. <laughs> so old school. I know. I'm, I'm showing my age now. <laughs> um, all right, Doug. Who is your favorite Pokemon? This is the hardest question in the entire world, and it's the first question. So I don't know. <laughs> so it's tough because the, a bunch of my favorite Pokemon end up appearing in a bunch of these questions. So I tried to pick one that is just kind of like an overarching favorite that has a lot of sentimental value and there's a lot of nostalgic value, but then I feel like people are also going to be bummed. So whatever, deal with it. I think if I had to boil it down to an absolute favorite, like I could only pick one ever, I think I would go all the way to the beginning and all the way to the like number literal 001 and say Bulbasaur is the first Pokemon I ever picked. It's the one that I played the first game through with. It's the one that I spent a crap ton of time, like an effort and like love as a 10 year old uh, training. And I think that's probably the one that I would have to boil down to my absolute favorite. Nice. He's great. Very nice. What about you? Magnemite. <laughs> I should have just answered that for you. <laughs> I love how you get like this full explanation and you're just going on and on. And I'm over here sitting like, I'm just going to answer with just the Pokemon. Not even going to give an explanation. <laughs> no. Um, I am actually doing what you said. Uh, um, obviously, when it comes down to like our favorite electric type, I'm not going to say... Magnemite for that. I'll choose someone different. So this way, I'm only saying one Pokemon each. Mm-hmm. So, first off the bat, favorite Pokemon ever, Magnemite. Don't ask me why, because I really can't give a full explanation. I, I just love Magnemite. It's super awesome. It, it, I even find it adorably cute. So, yeah. Even though it doesn't have a gender, and it's just a machine with two magnets. But, it's cool, though. <laughs> it, it, is. it is. So, well, then, yeah. what would you say is your equally as difficult? I think, at least, it was for me. What is your least favorite Pokemon? Oh, that one's easy too. Really? P- yeah, Pikachu. Oh, <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> I find Pikachu to be the most annoying Pokemon ever. I, I find it to be overrated. <laughs> like, I don't understand why it's the mascot of the anime. Really, I feel like Bulbasaur should be, because it's not... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do agree that it's overrated. I, I don't I don't dislike Pikachu, but uh, I don't think it's any more special than anything else. Exactly. So, uh, what about yeah. you? Least favorite. So, I don't know. There's, like, all sorts of Pokemon I just sort of forget about, and there's all sorts of Pokemon that I think to myself, like, why did they even design this? Like, why does this even exist? We already had something like it, or there's already something that was better than it, or something like that. So even though I don't have, like, a personal vendetta against this Pokemon, it just sort of epitomizes... (laughs) So I just wrote Ducklet, because I don't understand why Ducklet exists. I don't understand why we needed Ducklet. I don't think there's anything really that cool about it. 
And there's just like this whole category that I feel like Ducklet is the captain of. Where it's like, what do you exist no. for? Why are you? You're just a duck. Yeah. And we All already right. had a duck. So I have to ask, <laughs> what do you think of its evolution, Swan? I do think its evolution is very creative. So in that regard, I kind of like it. I wish if they were going to do a Swana that looks cool and is like a cool idea like Swana, then Ducklet really should have been something like ugly and pitiful and stupid. Like like really intentionally so. Because then that would have been the story of the ugly duckling turning into a swan. Mm -hmm. But it's not. It's just a duck. It's just like literally a duck. (laughs) And that's not a dig against Pokemon that are literally an animal because Pidgey's literally just a bird. But I don't know. We already had a ton of water Pokemon, and we have a we have Psyduck. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't understand. I understand. I see what you're <laughs> I'm picking on Ducklet, and I, you know, I don't know why. Hey, go right on ahead. We all have our gripes. <laughs> hey, I chose the mascot of Pokemon itself, so I'm going to be getting a lot of hate from other people. Yeah, I think you're going to get a little bit more than I am because I'm convinced At there least. aren't that many people who are like, you don't like Ducklet. <laughs> All right, well, I could have said something much, much worse, and our good friend RJ probably could probably figure out which one I would have chosen. Uh-oh. Because I'm going to say this right now. My second least favorite Pokemon is Charizard. Whoa! I'm more surprised about that than I am Pikachu, because Pikachu I understand right off the bat. I don't understand why so many people are obsessed with Charizard. I'm not obsessed, but I get it. I could knock out Charizard with a rock throw. That's true. Typing-wise, like if you're going purely on gameplay, not great. <laughs> it's four times weak against rock types. So, mm-hmm. already right there, it's not a good match. I just don't understand. It's not a dragon. If it was a dragon typing, that'd be different. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but I just don't care for Charizard. You know, Charmander, Charmeleon, I think they're awesome. Charizard itself, no. Nah. I think I, I would be willing to bet that a lot of it boils down to just the anime and Charizard as a character, right? Because I remember really liking Charizard the character, but I never used him that in the game. I don't, mind. That I don't mind. I think it may just be the fact that everyone else is obsessed with Charizard and they refuse to believe that Squirtle is better. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> But that brings Fair me enough. to my next question, and I kind of already answered it, but favorite starter? Yeah, so this probably isn't a surprise, because I think I've gushed before, but my favorite starter is the adorable pig, Tepig. It's oh, so cute. Favorite. My third least favorite. <laughs> I know, I've given you a hard time about it before. It's just cute. That's no, literally it. It's the cutest one. I love it. It just makes mm-hmm. me smile, and it turns into the biggest BA ever. <laughs> so I'm into it. <laughs> Nice. nice. Um, my favorite starter is actually my second favorite Pokemon, and that is Squirtle. It's a good one. Squirtle There's nothing I can complain about. Yeah. Um, I've actually played a game through all the way without ever evolving my Squirtle. Dang! <laughs> just because? Yeah, just because. Hmm. That's and impressive. I nicknamed it Donatello from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Makes it double awesome. <laughs> Donatello is my favorite turtle. Uh, that's awesome. I don't know if I knew that. Through with oh, there's a Donatello turtle right right there on the screen. I wish you could all see this. It's like a little pop, little pop vinyl. Yep. 
Um, no, Squirtle's cool. I, I couldn't. I, there's nothing I could come up with as a complaint for Squirtle. It's not my favorite, but I like it a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have no negatives. Like I don't really have anything to take away from it. So, I mean, and Ash's Squirtle is the coolest one ever because it's got the sunglasses. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as a whole like squad. So. It, exactly, Squirtle Squad. That's my squad goal right there. <laughs> squad goals is Squirtle Squad. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like the starter debate is a huge debate, but I think almost as equally as hotly contested is which of the EV evolutions is the mm-hmm. greatest. So, all right. So to settle the debate, Kyle, what is your favorite evolution? Here's the thing: I love the evolutions, except for like Leafeon, but oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. At, like, I I like Leafeon. It's just it's my least favorite evolution. Eevee's yeah, that's fair. Higher up. He's higher up than Leafeon. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you gotta have a least favorite. Like it's just it's yeah. just inherently it has to work yeah, that way. Glaceon, I think, is really cool looking. Um, mm-hmm. I have yet to use Sylveon, but that being said, though, I do like it. Um, I could Flareon and Vaporeon. I'm kind of. They're okay, mm-hmm. uh, but my top three is Espeon, Umbreon, and Jolteon. Fair. And so between those three, though, I'm gonna have oh, I, I still have <laughs> a hard time debating because I love Espeon shiny form, which is all green. Yes, more shiny. I know this is a controversial opinion, but more shinies should be like that, where it's just like bonkers the wrong color. Right. Well, um, I'll get into this a little bit later. Actually, I'll say it right now. Um, there's, <laughs> a, there's four typings of uh, shinies. There is mm-hmm. all green. Which there, I like. <laughs> there's the ones that look better than the original. Okay. There's ones that look like they're not even any different at all. Those are my least favorite. Blech. And then, of course, there's the pink ones, which I've dubbed the Fabulous. I have a Fabulous Sneasel. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to there Shane. This is the one who got me a Fabulous Sneasel. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like that. <laughs> so, um, that be, like, just any of the Shinies will fall into one of those categories, basically. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, Umbreon is a better looking one than before because it's instead of yellow, it's got blue stripes and circles, which is really cool. Yeah, that one's. I agree, that one's cool. Jolteon kind of falls between the green and the not that much different because it's like a yellowish green. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I have to go with Jolteon just because I, I just want to hug it, even though I know it's <laughs> it's like I, I just want to hug the Jolteon. That. That's my life goal. I want to hug a Jolteon. Oh, man. You have a death wish. <laughs> uh, hey, if I hug a Jolteon, that just means that Pokemon are real and we live in an amazing time. But... True, true. Well, then I wish that for you as well. <laughs> so, All right, well, I have an issue. I have an issue here. <laughs> okay. Because when there were only three, my favorite was Vaporeon. And I just like couldn't 
wrap my head around, this is as a kid, I couldn't wrap my head around why anybody would pick the other two. Because I'm like, look at Vaporeon. It's so cool. And then, according to the anime, can just turn into water, which is yes. cool. Yes. Right? So I, whenever I played through Red or Blue, or one of those where you really only had one Eevee, I was like, well, I, I can't waste it on something that isn't a Vaporeon. Right. So Vaporeon was my very first favorite Eeveelution. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you that Espeon and Umbreon are fantastic. Okay. Um, and I know they're the first additions to the Evolution line, but I do think that they are still my favorite additions to the Evolution line. line. Mm-hmm. But my ultimate favorite, even though it's not great, even though it doesn't look that cool, has to be Leafeon because I cannot even <laughs> count how many times as a kid I wish there was a Leaf evolution and I drew leaf evolutions and I tried really hard to figure out what it would look like and how cool it would be and then it finally happened and I was like yes we have a leaf evolution so the grass one I'm stoked about it it's cool (laughs) continue on and they do all the typing I doubt it but yeah I doubt they will but I wish they would it'd be cool I'd love to see a dragon type Right, that would be an easy one too. I feel like that would be a good, easy one for them to design. Mm-hmm. Like some would be difficult, but that one could be really awesome. Yeah. All right. So this one is another equally tough question. Um, favorite legendary. Suicune. <laughs> okay. Okay. That I don't know why. I don't, I don't have an explanation for it. I know I mentioned that it was my my uh, my favorite last uh, time we talked when we did our legendaries or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, just like it so much. Every time I try to think of one that I think I like more, I just don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just All like right. it a lot. Hmm. What about you? All right. Um, this, this one's hard. I love Zapdos. I love Raikou. I love Zekrom. If you can see where I'm going with that, good for you. <laughs> uh, but... Honestly, my favorite legendary is actually from Sun and Moon. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's. I mean, it looks really freaking cool. I, I really like uh, Solgaleo, and every time I say his name, I keep picturing an episode of American Dad. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Props to you, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, that is my favorite legendary, honestly, because I've been using him in my team, and he's really cool. Nice. Nice. I had Lunala in my uh, team for, like, half a second and then didn't know what to do with it. So <laughs> I don't, just it's just chilling in the box until I know what to do with it. <laughs> but that's awesome. Well, we need to get into the, into the area. I know, I know you didn't pick a, an electric uh, for your legendary, but we need to get into the area where you can't pick electric for everything. We, and we're well, getting to We're getting called dual dual. There's dual Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But... <laughs> that would be impressive. I would be, I would be impressed. <laughs> yeah. But this is the part where we start talking about types. And so I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this first question, which is what's your favorite type? But maybe you'll surprise me. I doubt it. <laughs> Yes. I doubt it. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to think. What is my favorite type? Um, <laughs> poison. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, I'm no, sure. I'm not, no, no, no. My favorite type is obviously the electric. I, I've 
gushed about it before, but I'll do it again. <laughs> Basically, electric... I don't know. I used to hate electric types in the beginning. I used to hate fighting them because they'd always paralyze me, and then I'd get stuck doing nothing. And <laughs> But over the time, like, I just loved how they work. They're quick Pokemon. Their speed's amazing. Um, depending on who they are, sometimes their defense is really good. Magnemite, Magneton, Magneton, because of steel typing. Mm-hmm. Um, their attacks are super powerful. And cool. The only... Yeah, the only electric Pokemon I don't like really is Pikachu. I love Pichu and Raichu, but no Pikachu. You're not welcome here, Pikachu. Yeah, we're not. I just but, imagine yeah, you so, having a Pichu in real life and like becoming great friends with it and like evolving it, and then the moment it becomes a Pikachu, you're, you're like, have this stone. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I don't need evolve. you. I will take a Thunderstone and just chuck it at it and be like, no. Get away from me, you abomination! <laughs> Eat the thunderstone. Exactly. It's like I loved you. What happened? <laughs> that would be in a very abusive relationship for like five seconds. Oh, that poor Pikachu! You <laughs> betrayed me. But no, obviously, like I said, electric Pokemon—they're my favorite. And it's weird though. It's like this is recent like yeah before i never really had a favorite type i couldn't figure it out and then i honestly think it was when pokemon go came out and i joined the team instinct and everything like, changed i was because i was choosing between the three teams i'm like which one do i want to choose and i was like you know what i think i've always really liked electric pokemon i'm gonna go with this one because my first real electric pokemon i loved was jolteon and raikou both cool I love love I love Luxray from uh, uh, Diamond and Pearl. Mm-hmm. Super cool looking. Ampharos. And then I kind of just was like, you know what? I, yeah, this is this is it. <laughs> I found my home. I am an electric Pokemon trainer. <laughs> it's a good feeling. <laughs> it, it is. So, what about you? What's your favorite type? Well, kind of the opposite of yours where you said you didn't have a favorite right off the bat. I had a favorite instantly and it stayed my favorite which is grass i oh yeah bulbasaur was my dude and then i went with chikorita right off the bat and i'm Mm -hmm. you know i went with it it took a long time for me to not choose the grass starter Mm -hmm. and i i have to fight the temptation to have grass teams because they wouldn't be that great but i love their designs i think they all like they just look cool. I think they make amazing looking dual types, even though some of the dual types end up being really bizarre. But if you think of some of the dual types, like Snow and Trevenant and like just these really bizarre looking things <laughs> that end up being cool grass uh, types, I just think they're neat. And then there's a bunch of grass types that just make me smile. Like a lot of them look really, <laughs> they look really happy and they look really like fun. And they're all, you know, most of them are green, which is my favorite color. So... <laughs> Oh, that's uh, my favorite color too, which is yeah. yeah. But so there's just something about them. They make me happy. I I almost I guess I can't say this anymore, but I used to be able to say I almost always pick a grass starter. So I was the same yeah. way. Grass was always the one I always chose because I never really yeah. cared for a lot of the uh, starters. So definitely grass. Nice. So specific type wise, which yeah. is where we're going. 
where I will be very impressed if you dual type every single one of these to include no. electric. No, but, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. That's a whole other show. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, we'll have a whole episode dedicated to electric Pokemon itself. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> In the future. Um, I'll give us whole episodes. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so long. All right. Um, what is your favorite fire Pokemon? Let's just dive in. All right. Favorite fire. Oh, that's easy. Volcarona from Gen 5. Yeah, you have like a very strong affinity for Volcarona. Like very I strong. Used, you really, because I had gotten the, uh, uh, it's pre-evolution. Uh-huh. And I don't think it evolves to like level 60 or 65 or something uh, like that. And so when I finally got Volcarona, it was super powerful, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like, when you put so much time into something, and you just wait and wait, and you train and train and train, like, it sounds weird because it's just a video game, and they're just, like, little pixely creatures. But, like, you start to grow connected to them. You're like, oh, I'm not giving up on you. (laughs) Exactly. So what about you, fire type? So the obvious answers, I think, would be to say Embor, because I love Tepig and its lines so much. I also really like Magmortar, which I've mentioned a couple times. So those two, I think, are just awesome. They're like these big fire tanks. Um, so those are two of my favorites. And then to throw like a kind of a, a strange curveball into the mix based solely on uh, a Pokemon that I used for a long time, and I don't know why in black and white, but Heatmore, I just like for some reason. It looks okay. so weird. It's like an anteater clown. <laughs> um, but I am surprised that, you know, in the second half of my Pokemon playing life, I've started to really like these big fire tank type things, which is like the total opposite of all my little starter grass things. <laughs> but if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Embor. It just, it looks awesome. It's huge. It's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. All right, so favorite grass type. Good luck with this one. I know. I have like seven things written down. I totally, I, I could barely answer fire. So um, I said I wouldn't choose Bulbasaur as that because I already mentioned it. I've already mentioned Chikorita, um, but I really liked that. I actually really, really enjoy the Chespin line all the way through. I didn't understand why mm-hmm. so many people didn't like Chestnut, but I really like Chestnut. But I think ultimately just to really summarize what it is I like about the goofy, happy grass Pokemon is the Sunkern and Sunflora duo. Nice. They're just nice. so yeah. happy. And they're not really powerful, and they're not really that great. But, like, I kept it for so long in my original Pokemon Gold because it's just – I think it was Gold. It's just because it's so happy. <laughs> it just looks so cool. So nice. I think that that Pokemon right there epitomizes why I like grass mm-hmm. Pokemon. What about you? All right, so grass. Um, now, obviously, I've shown some distaste for some grass, but that's not true. <laughs> I do love grass Pokemon. And you know what? I am going to say, and this is difficult. There's so many cool ones, but it's a tie. this is actually a tie. Now, I don't know if you want to count this tie or not, but it's between Vileplume and Blossom. Oh, okay. I mean, I get why that would be the two that yeah. tied. Yeah. 
I've used them both recently, and they are really strong powerhouses, especially Vileplume. Yeah, Vileplume's like really a beast. <laughs> yeah, I I remember doing a Wonder Trade challenge, and someone had sent me a Oddish, and I was like, okay, cool, I can make this work. And then obviously, I was like, which one do I choose? I ended up going with Vileplume just because I think it was like a little bit of a stronger attack, and or something to have in it just really dominated. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. So for my grass, I, it's a tie between those two, but I think I'm leaning a little bit more towards Vileplume. Nice. I can dig that. Um, I think it's my, my yes. turn to ask, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Now you're good. Um, finishing up the starter trio types or the trio starter, whatever. Um, what would you say is your favorite water? All right, so I already said Squirtle, obviously, because Squirtle's always been my uh-huh. favorite. But if I had to choose a favorite water, Politoed. Oh, good one. Yes. A lot of people kind of dismiss Politoed because they kind of see it and they're like, what the heck is that? That's cool, is what it is. Exactly. <laughs> it, it one, it's green, so yes, win. Exactly, and it's shiny is even cooler because it's like a purplish blue. Mm, that's cool. I don't think I knew that. I should know that, but I don't think I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, Politoed is my favorite water Pokemon. I think Politoed is really cool, and I think Politoed is one of those Pokemon that you could easily say, like, why does this exist? But it just mm-hmm. looks awesome, and it it um, for me, it's kind of what I wished the Poliwag line did in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's why I think it's cool. Okay. Yeah. So what about you? Well, the thing with water Pokemon is there's so many of them, and they're they're always nece- like it feels necessary to always have one, especially pre Sun and Moon when you had to surf. Um, so it just kind of was, it just changed a lot. So I don't know that I have an overall favorite, so I'm just going to go with my current, which is my pre-marina. I mean, it's relevant right now. And, uh, it surprised me as far as, uh, how much I would enjoy having it in my team. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, uh, it's one of those things where I put a lot of time and effort into it. And I did a lot of like, uh, not research, that sounds so nerdy, but like research into what it should be like in my, my team. Um, and uh, I'm very proud of my pre-marina at the moment. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So this question is going to be hard for me, but who is your favorite <laughs> electric type? For me, it boils down to just what I think looks the absolute coolest. And I mm-hmm. think Electivire looks the absolute coolest. Mm. I wasn't that attached to Electabuzz, but when they introduced Elekid, I was like, that's cool. Yep. And when they, introduced, uh, when they introduced Electivire, especially among a generation of Pokemon that I wasn't that into, I was like, that looks amazing. So mm-hmm. I, I think it looks so cool. And it's just, again, it's like a tank. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it's cool to me. So that's probably my favorite. Okay. Now have fun trying to pick yours. Yeah. All right. Well, since I already said Magnemite is my favorite electric, and I count Magneton and Magnezone with them, mm-hmm. if I didn't, it'd be Magnezone hands down. Sure. But that's all taken care of. I said Jolteon is my favorite evolution, so that's taken care of, so I can't say Jolteon. Now, 
I don't think in Gen 3 I really had a favorite electric type. I mean, Manectric was kind of cool, but I was also kind of like, meh on it. Plus on Minum, I'm like, no thank you. Yeah. Gen 4 had uh, Luxray, obviously. Mm-hmm. Gen 2 has Ampharos, Mega Ampharos with those hair. <laughs> that hair, though. Yeah. Ampharos with the good hair. Gen 5 had Zeb Stryka. 6 had Heliolisk. <laughs> this, uh, the new generation's got the uh, the bug uh, crud. The Vicavolt? And... Yes, thank you. It's wow, really I can't believe I forgot it. <laughs> drink coffee, folks. It helps you remember. I'm stuck with water. Don't drink it. Yeah, don't drink but, water. Yeah, no, it's awful. <laughs> so... Each gents, ah, uh, uh, all right. You know what? I'm gonna say Luxray. Nice. Luxray is probably my favorite electric Pokemon, besides Jolteon and Magnemite. <laughs> I know you. You kind of painted yourself into a corner because so many of your favorites, outside of just the typing, are electric. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot more pure electric, so I can't really choose. Yeah. I feel like we're going to have the same answer for the next one, so I also have a backup answer. But um, Actually, I'm not going to say that for that typing. I'm going to choose it for a different typing. All right, cool. We're talking about bug type. So what did you say is your favorite bug type? My favorite bug type comes from Gen 3. Okay. And it is a Ninjask. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have expected that. Um, reason being is because I caught a Ninjask, and I think it was going through my Naruto phase at the time. <laughs> okay. And I thought the Shedinja looked so cool looking. And uh-huh. at the time, I thought Ninjask evolved into Shedinja. <laughs> so, for the longest time, like, I'd be having my Ninjask in battling, and it was dominating constantly, and I'm like, why won't you evolve? <laughs> Until I had actually looked online to find out that you have to have an empty space and an extra Pokeball, which I didn't have. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to get the Shedinja at the time to find out why. So by the time I finally realized this, my Ninjask is like level 55, 60. Mm-hmm. And it's a super powerhouse that just kept crushing everything. So, and I think that's kind of what just developed my love affair with Ninjask. <laughs> Ninjask and, and uh, Shedinja are the reason that I now just look up how to evolve stuff <laughs> because I had the same experience where I was like, what do I do with you? What am I doing wrong? <laughs> mm-hmm. So now I'm just like, you're not involving. All right. What do I do? Like, I'm just going to look it up. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about Heracross, um, mm-hmm. but only briefly, because I thought we would both talk about Heracross. Um, but we've, we've both, you know, discussed ad nauseum why Heracross is a great bug Pokemon. Obviously. So I prepared a second answer um, which is the Wurmple line, which probably feels weird because it seems to come out of nowhere. But to the Leafeon explanation, I remember when we still only had one generation of Pokemon, and me and my friends would design new Pokemon all the time, and we would like go home and we'd draw new ones, and then we'd explain them to each other and say, like, oh, this is so cool, or that one's cool, or what if it did this, or whatever. And I distinctly remember drawing on a series of note cards a bug Pokemon similar to Weedle and Caterpie 
that it could that could evolve two different ways. And I remember okay. thinking it was the coolest idea ever. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, "Well, oh, they can't do that. Pokemon can't do that. Like only Eevee can do that." Um, and I was like, "But it would be so awesome." And then Pokemon did it, and I felt so validated. And I was like, "Yes, I knew this was coming. There it is." <laughs> that is awesome. So it was like weirdly specific to to an idea that I had when I was in like the fourth grade or something like that. So mm-hmm. I feel a very strong connection to the Wurmple line, even though it's just you know, a typical early game bug Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, off air, we talked about how you really didn't consider flying to be like a full type, more of like a secondary type. Well, but it's tough because a... most of them are secondary types. Yeah. Uh, but what is your favorite flying type? So the one time that I did a thing like this, I, I ran into the same problem where I was like, I really want to try to pick only primary or like soul types or whatever but with flying it really is difficult because um it tends to be a secondary type designation for most things so i just said screw it um and i think honestly talonflame is one of my favorites even though it's very much a fire pokemon um and even though it, it occupies that spot i think in my y game um it's just so cool it looks nice. so awesome and i would totally want one in real life <laughs> nice so that I, I thought they couldn't do anything cool with those early game um, birds anymore, and that one really, mm-hmm. really uh, surprised me. So I like that one a lot. Nice. What about you? All right. So funny enough, mine is actually the starter bird designation as well. Yeah. Um, that's why I call all like the basic birds that you can find, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but mine is from Gen Two, and it is the Noctowl. Ooh, shiny. Uh. Uh, actually, <laughs> it was because of the shiny Noctowl from Pokemon that Ash caught that kind of made me fall in love with Noctowl, and I've used it before, and I don't know. I just really dug it. I thought it was really cool looking. Yeah, I like Noctowl. I remember when they introduced uh, the new set of Pokemon for Gold and Silver, and I thought it was really cool that they had the, had an owl. Hmm. Plus, it just looks really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another type that I thought was kind of hard for me, um, mostly because I don't use them very much, um, and I don't know how to pick necessarily, is ice. And that's the next one. So what is your favorite ice? Yeah. Do you have a favorite ice Pokemon that, like, immediately I came do. to mind? I do. Um, and it is Glalie. Oh, Glalie's super cool, but I have beef. So tell me what, <laughs> tell me all your things you love about it first. <laughs> Alright, so first off, I know another one of Ash's Pokemon, but I actually like Glalie beforehand. Yeah. I play, like, um, I don't know, it's just super cool looking. It, it, I don't know how to describe it, but it was between this and the uh, Wall Rain line. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, a lot of people forget about Wall Rain in them. Oh, they're good. Why? They're so cool. I remember yeah. caught, catching a Sphiel in Ruby and Sapphire, and just training it, and then like it evolves. I was like, okay, cool. And I thought that was the final. And then it evolves one more time. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know about this because <laughs> it was like before, like I looked up online so yeah. before everything. So I had that, and I like, oh, this is such a cool Pokemon. So, but I think I have to choose Glalie as nice. my favorite Ice type. My beef with Glalie is is rooted entirely in Pokemon Shuffle. 
Okay. That puzzle <laughs> <laughs> kept me from advancing for like weeks. <laughs> so even though Glalie's super cool and I can totally accept that, I just like we have a rivalry, Glalie and me. <laughs> so um, but as far as picking a favorite, I kind of went with the dual typing thing where I picked one that I thought was a cool um, dual type that matched up with something I already liked. Um, I picked Obama Snow. I think it looks awesome. I think it has a cool name, and I love the fact that it is a grass ice. Okay. All right. You still there? Yo. Why? Why did this happen? Why did you freeze? It's kind of funny that you just froze when we were talking about ice Pokemon. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> oh. So I don't know how much. I don't know how much of that got recorded. I was singing. I was dancing. Uh, no, it probably only recorded my side. <laughs> well, that is actually pretty hilarious that when we're talking about ice Pokemon, we both froze. <laughs> yeah, that, that is actually pretty funny. All right. Um, so, did you anything else? did you get anything about what I was I I I mentioned Obama Snow because I think it's cool. That's pretty much. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I think you pretty much started talking about it, and then you kind of froze up. Oh, okay. Basically, it's a it's a grass ice dual type. I think that's a cool type. It's not a great typing, right? Like it has massive yeah. weaknesses. Um, yeah. But I think it's a cool thing to exist. Like I think it's cool that they did it. I think it's cool. It's a cool design. Um, I think it looks fierce as f, um, and uh, it mega evolves into something even cooler. So nice. Yeah. All right, so the next typing is Psychic. Yeah. Um, so there are certain types that I don't frequently use in teams, and Ice was one of, one, one of the ones that I mentioned. Psychic is another one, and actually, like, the next few are actually some that I don't use very frequently. Um, but Psychic is one that I haven't used a lot of and still don't use a lot of. But there was one, and there are two, actually, two Pokemon that I spent a lot of time using in my team for some reason. Um, and so I had to pick between the two. And they're both going to probably seem to come out of nowhere, but one is Musharna, or Musharna, or however you say that one. It's like that weird, like, tapir mm-hmm. thing that's always asleep. And Swoobat. <laughs> so I think if I had to pick just one of the one of the two, I'd go with Swoobat. Nice. Swoobat. I don't know why. I like Swoobat. It's cool. <laughs> nice. So that's mine, but... I feel like you probably use Psychic Pokemon more than I do. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Um, actually, well, my favorite Psychic type is probably going to have to be Gardevoir. Um, I don't know. I don't want to get like a creepy thing saying like she's beautiful or something like that because it can also be a guy. And it's also a Pokemon. It's also a video game. But... <laughs> Gardevoir, yeah, especially with my recent playthrough of X and Y, I had Ralts and Curlia, and then I chose Gardevoir, and Mega Shiny Gardevoir is probably one of my favorites ever, just because of the black dress. Mm-hmm. So cool looking, so yeah, 
Gardevoir is definitely my favorite psychic type. No, that that makes perfect sense. And especially when you talk about the mega evolution and the shiny thing, like, I don't think it's a weird thing to say that she's like a beautifully designed mm-hmm. Pokemon. Well, I guess she or he, because I always forget that it can be a, a yeah. male Pokemon too, but it's just like a beautifully designed Pokemon. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one, I'm curious to hear what you say, because I never know what to say uh, for this question, but what is your favorite dragon type Pokemon? Um, actually, that's a very easy one for me. That is Flygon. Uh, I've always thought it was more of like a true dragon type. I mean, obviously Salamence probably is, but just Flygon is just so cool looking. I remember having um, my Ruby version, and when I was trying to like you know level up all the Pokemon that I didn't use and just evolve it, I would go up against all like the uh, Camera Crew, which was a tag team battle. Yeah. I would have Flygon and I would have Rayquaza as my two. And they both hit level 100 on their own without me having to like cheat or anything like that. And I don't know, Flygon's always just been a really cool Pokemon I've really enjoyed. So Flygon's definitely my favorite dragon. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't have an easy time answering this because of all the types, I think, I think dragon is the one that I've used the least. I don't think I've ever had a dragon that was like a staple part of any team that I have. Except in Y version, I did, I think it was Y. Yeah, it had to have been Y. Um, I did begin to train a Flygon. Um, and it was cool, but I just never really know where to put them or how to balance them right or whatever. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I thought to myself, like, is it a cheat to just say, like, Zekrom? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, that's, a, that's probably the coolest looking one. But um, I do... I'm I'm pretty intrigued by Jangmo O, which I know is very recent. I think mm-hmm. I might try to catch one in my Moon version and trade it to my Sun version early on, so that I can train one from the beginning and have it feel like it's a part of my team, as opposed to playing almost the whole game and then adding it to my team. So we'll see. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll do that. So I don't know if I really have a favorite, but I'm gonna just say Jangmo O line for the time being because I have plans for it. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, next question. Uh, favorite steel type? Oh, this one's hard. Um, it's kind of hard because I feel like I should have a better answer for this, but I just went with one that was my favorite a long time ago that I used a lot. I think it's probably the only Pokemon I used in both gold and silver versions. Um, and it was Skarmory for some reason. Okay. I don't know why. Like, I just I wanted to make sure I had it in both of those games. I thought it was cool. That's also when Steel was, like, new and exciting. Um, mm-hmm. So it just, like, it seemed really, uh, it seemed, like, cooler than it seems now. But, I don't know. There's, like, some nostalgia vibe to it. Um, and, like, that whole way back, way backness. But there's some pretty cool stuff now, though. So I probably could have had a better answer. But I stuck with Skarmory. <laughs> well, for me, there's a couple Steel types. Obviously, Magnemite also is part of Steel. <laughs> But I yeah. already chose. So um, I I love Scizor. Yes. Oh my gosh. Great Pokemon. Yep. I love uh, I love Dewblade mm. from X and Y. I don't really care for Hone Edge or Asia Slash. I love the middle version, Dewblade. <laughs> Isn't it weird when that happens? <laughs> yeah. That one's cool. But I'm gonna have to say my favorite Steel type is S Cavalier from Black and White. 
I I have one, and I always had a plan to do something with it, and then I just never did. So that I'm, maybe I should spend more time with it. I'm using one now in my black and white playthrough, which I kind of forgot about. But uh-huh. his speed sucks. <laughs> his attacks are all right, but he's got an amazing defense. So it's kind of the Makes main sense. thing I keep him for, but he's just so cool looking. He's a knight. It's what he is. The knight. And yeah. the jousting knight. And I think he is super cool looking. So that is definitely my favorite steel type. There you go. I think for whatever reason with steel type, I, I just need something like maybe in the next generation or something, something that's really just going to like grab me. You know, like most types, there's something that's, I'm just kind of like, that is so cool. And I don't know if there's anything with steel yet. I don't know. We'll, I'll have to, I'll just, I'll have to like flip through pages at some point and I'll probably have forgotten about something, but <laughs> um, I guess, you know, since we're talking about steel and that was like uh, one of the first added types, the other one dark, mm-hmm. uh, one of the only three added types. What's your favorite dark Pokemon or dark type Pokemon? See, I love Umbreon. It's a mm-hmm. great dark type. <laughs> um, Houndoom, Houndour, those were always so cool looking. Oh, I don't know why I didn't even think of those. But I think I just got to... Um, oh, there's just so many I want to choose from. I mean, you got... Greninja, choose from. Honchkrow and Murkrow, always so cool. But, and even most recent, uh, Incineroar, uh, my Doom Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably definitely my top favorite, but I'm looking at the list and I saw one that is favorite, and that is Crocodile. Oh, I do like Crocodile. And yes. it makes them up on my list later. <laughs> ah, I wonder for what other type. <laughs> oh, who knows? It must be fairy. Um, <laughs> That's definitely it. <laughs> yes, yes. But a crocodile, I, which is funny because like, I keep saying like I don't really care for black and white, but I've been choosing a lot of black and white Pokemon. And it's I've also been choosing a lot of Ash Pokemon. <laughs> you must watch the anime. <laughs> eh, maybe. But... I remember playing through the game and Crocodile and my Darmanitan were super tanked. Mm, Darmanitan is awesome. And they just destroyed. But it's Crocodile with uh, my Incineroar being a very close second. Okay. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then Greninja. Nice. So what about you? I had a tough time with this because in the next, like, few uh, questions we talk about, or the next few types, I actually have a bunch of dual types that are also dark so mm-hmm. i didn't want to so i just picked umbreon because i'm about to talk about like three or four other <laughs> dark type pokemon so i picked umbreon i think it's really really cool i also made a note about murkrow because i thought that was a sweet addition to the the games um mm-hmm. it's kind of like lackluster since but i still like it a lot um it was like one of the one of the first wave of dark pokemon and so that was neat um, but Umbreon is really, really awesome, and so I gotta, I gotta give some dedicated love to Umbreon. Okay. Um, yeah. So, who's your favorite rock type? I don't have a good explanation for this, um, but I've always felt like it was one of my favorites. I like the design; um, it's really straightforward, uh, and I think it looks really cool. 
Uh, and last time I did this, I stuck with this, and I looked through all the rock Pokemon again, and I said, no, nah, this one's still cool. And honestly, it's just Graveler. <laughs> I just <laughs> think Graveler's cool. Nice. Going old school. Um, what about you? See, I love the whole Agron line from Gen 3. Um, but I think my favorite rock type is going to have to be Amoris from X and Y. Ooh. Okay. I dig it. Um, it was my first... In my first playthrough through X and Y, I had actually chosen Amoris because everyone was always like, oh, I'm going to choose uh, Tyrantrum. I'm going to choose Tyrantrum because it's a T-Rex. And I'm like, okay, fine. You're Tyrantrum's dragon type. My Amoris is ice type. I win. <laughs> right? It's a weird. They didn't really balance that. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. And I don't know, it's just so cool looking. It's super tall. Um, I'd love mm-hmm. to see like a – I wonder which one's taller, that or a Lolan Executor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I'm gonna have to go with Amoris. Nice. No, that's a good one. I don't know why I didn't think of that earlier for Ice, because that would be a good, a good pick for a nice Pokemon too. Mm. Nice. Um, what about fighting? Was this an easy one for you, or is this was a harder one for you? Fighting has always been the same for me, and that is Heracross. Okay. Yeah. The, I guess you. Duh. You mentioned that that was gonna come up. <laughs> yeah. Heracross is definitely my favorite fighting type. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. I don't really use fighting type that much, though, to be honest with you. I've tried um, just something about them. Just I don't know. It's just not really for me. So I like them a lot, but I never feel like I need them. So I train them a bunch, and then they never stay in my team. Mm. You know. So I don't know, but the one that I picked did stay in my team, so that's why I picked it. Um. But it was also a dark one. So this is where I start mentioning <laughs> like a few dark things that didn't go into my favorite dark. Um, so I actually picked our Pangoro for my favorite fighting because pandas are awesome and it is awesome and it's angry and it looks cool. <laughs> and it was one of my staples in uh, actually it's still still in my team in, in Y. Like just Punching the crap out of stuff. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, it's not a. a so, it's a, it's like a decent typing, but it just mm-hmm. looks cool. Hmm. So, yeah. So, all right. Next up is ground. Yeah. Well, you kind of already figured out what mine was going to be because <laughs> I couldn't use Maybe. it. Because <laughs> I couldn't use it for dark, but I really wanted to use it, um, and so I picked crocodile. I I agree with you. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was also one of those Pokemon I didn't expect because I thought that the second, or I thought that the first evolution was going to be the only. I thought it was going to be a two stager. Um, mm-hmm. So when I found out that it evolved again, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's even cooler now." <laughs> Mine. <laughs> what about you, though? Nice. Um, ground. <sighs> oh, good one. That's a really good one. <laughs> yeah, Gligar. I, I've always loved Gligar. I even before Ash got one. Yeah, I've always thought Gligar was just so cool looking. Mm-hmm. I I can't explain why I like certain things, but I mean, it's got a scorpion's tail. It can glide, kind of like flying, and it's a ground type. So those two kind of contradict each other. 
Yeah. Yeah. Glygar. It's, it's a cool design that isn't like, um, it doesn't look like something that's just ripped from something we see every day because it's, it's kind of got a, a bat vibe. It's kind of got like a, a scorpion vibe. It's kind of got, like it's got all these different mm-hmm. vibes to it. And so I, I just think it's a really cool, unique design. No, that's a really good choice. Do you, what do you think of its evolution? Do you like it or no? Glasscore? I could take it or leave it. That's how I feel. It just it's depends, fine. yeah. Yeah. I think it could have been designed better. It's my only gripe. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, fairy type. Something that I didn't really give a chance until the current generation. So I'm curious um, to see what you say for your favorite fairy type. Here's the thing. It became a fairy type, but I always already liked it. So I kind of okay. just put it down here. But Togekiss. Oh, okay. Nice. I feel like you've mentioned this before. Probably, yeah. I've always right? liked Didn't Togekiss. Didn't you have like a... Yeah. Team, right? For, uh... Was it in Diamond or Pearl that you had it in your team? Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Oh, okay, um, yeah. I had a Togekiss um, on my team, and it was just really cool. My, my team was really cool. I had... Slowbro, Victory Bell, which is another one of my favorite grass types. Um, yeah. Typhlosion, Noctowl, Togekiss. And I forget what the last one was. Hmm. Oh, and Ampharos. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was my team, and I don't know what it was. That was always just my favorite team, but... Togekiss is definitely my favorite fairy type. Nice. I have a feeling I know who yours is, but go right on ahead. Well, like, if I were being totally honest and I was using, or I was reusing answers for different things, I would say Prima, like Primarina, but I already used it. Um, but Primarina is the one that, that convinced me to give fairy Pokemon more of a chance and to learn more about them. Um, and so I actually feel like the, the generation after the typing was introduced is the generation where I'm really starting to appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. But I am going to go old school, and I'm going to say Clefable. I knew it. <laughs> I just really like Clefable. I knew it. Clefable, for whatever reason, I have no explanation for it, other like other than I just like it a lot. Mm-hmm. If, if, there, if Pokemon were real, and we could only really manage having, you know, one to three of them, because they're... You have to take care of them, yeah. and you only have so many. I really do, honestly, believe that Clefairy is one of the ones that I would try to have, um, mm-hmm. because for whatever reason, it just—I don't know. I've, I've always thought they were cool. I think they looked fun, <laughs> like, and they just—I don't know. I feel like I'm just drawn to them. They're—they're they're cool, mm-hmm. and they're aliens. So that's fun too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, you had me pegged on that one. But really, I have to credit Primarina for for making me give fairy Pokemon a chance. That's good. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Favorite ghost? Um, this is such an interesting question because there used to only be three of them. So, like, everybody used to be the same. (laughs) But now there's so many cool different types of of ghost Pokemon. I usually say that my favorite's Driftblim um, because for some reason I think they're especially creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, just when I think about them. Yeah. Uh, but I also really like Trevenant because it's a grass type, and I think it's cool that it's just like this big possessed tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's between those two. I'm not sure. I think I'd probably give the edge to Driftblim, though, just because I think it's creepier. 
I know you mentioned. I yeah. think you already mentioned for well, one point, but is that is that, that actually your off, answer? That was off the air. Um, I love <laughs> Haunter. I always liked. I always thought it was really cool looking. Um, because mostly because I didn't really was I wasn't able to evolve my Haunter into a Gengar, so it kind of just stayed as the Haunter. Mm-hmm. But it's be- toss up between that and Frostlass. Frostlass is cool and creepy. I kind of already said Glalie. I kind of count the two together almost. Fair. Like Haunter's definitely my favorite ghost. You know, it's a cool design, but I've never used it. Um, is the Mega Gengar design? Mm. Like there are some Mega Pokemon where I'm like, you look cool, but I don't like. I don't know that you look cooler than the one that you Mega evolved from. I genuinely think Mega Gengar looks cooler. Oh yeah, than, than Gengar, yeah. <laughs> especially the shiny version. Oh yeah, definitely. So, but no, Haunter's awesome. Um, this is one that I had. A, I would have had a hard time with until very, very recently, ah. um, because this type and Dragon were the types that I never, ever, ever trained, and now mm-hmm. it's just Dragon because I have a favorite for this. But I want yours okay. first for okay. Poison type. Crobat. Crobat is my favorite oh, Poison. That's good. I probably <laughs> I probably could have guessed that, um, but it's awesome, so I get why. Oh yeah. Super fast, um, super strong. I I always liked Zubat, even when everyone was like, oh, there's too many Zubats or whatever. I'm like, I, I got a whole army of Zubats right behind me. Let's go. <laughs> but, yeah, Crobat is definitely my favorite. I can't wait to get one in Pokemon Go. Oh, I know, right? Oh, that's going to be so awesome. I keep telling people, just wait. Like, just keep catching oh, yeah. Zubat. It's going to be worth it. I'm going to have, like, 120-something Zubat candy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When you mentioned that, um, yeah, I, I've been doing the same thing. When you mentioned the uh, during the Halloween uh, promotion for Pokemon Go that you were catching all the Zubats, since the moment you mentioned that, I was like, oh, that's right. I got to catch every Zubat I see. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing the same thing. I actually didn't appreciate the Zubat line until Crobat. So same. I'm the. I'm you know. It's just it's super cool. Mm-hmm. But so what about you? Oh, I'm so glad you asked because <laughs> <laughs> um, in Sun and Moon, one of my surprise favorite Pokemon. That's part of my. It's part of my like winning team. Um, and I, if you had told me I was going to use it before I started, I would have told you, not a chance. But Alolan Muck, I freaking ah. love my Muck. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I did not expect him to be as helpful as he is. Um, and he's great. I mean, I don't love the design of Muck. I never have. Thought he was funny in the anime, but for whatever mm-hmm. reason, he's in my team, and I never really, I never really trained Poison Pokemon or tried to utilize their um, like their strengths. Uh, and for whatever reason, I decided to give this one a chance, and I have it set up so that it does more damage when other Pokemon are poisoned, and like I'm just trying to really play the effects of uh, like poison attacks and. I just feel like Alolan Muck opened up my eyes to the world of Poke- uh, Poison Pokemon, kind of like Primarina did for Fairy-type. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's my fave. Yeah. Alolan so, forms are cool. When was, <laughs> so when I was making this list and checking it twice, um, ah. I I was counting it out, and I'm like, I'm missing one. Which one am I missing? I could not for the life of me figure it out until I looked online. And I was like, <laughs> really? 
I forgot normal type on the list. <laughs> so I feel like that should have been last the but first not, one. <laughs> yes, it really should have. But last but not least, that's next question. What is your favorite normal Pokemon? My favorite normal Pokemon is Exploud. And I will tell you why. Okay. I like Exploud because I think that that line is one of the most creative Pokemon concepts in the entire Pokemon world. The fact that like all of its attacks and everything are based on sound and sound waves and stuff like that. I mean, honestly, that idea could be its own type. And the mm-hmm. fact that that line is just purely about like sound. I don't know. There's something about it that I think is so cool. I also really like the designs for whatever reason. They're sort of like these gremlin things. Um, and I just really think it's cool. I, I had, I, I, Normal type is not something that I, I feel super connected to because you can have other stuff going on. But I had a really, really strong Exploud um, at one point, And a lot of it has to do with just thinking it's the coolest concept ever. So honorable mention for Ursaring, okay. by the way, because it's literally just a bear. <laughs> <laughs> so considering this was the type that you forgot about... <laughs> I'm very yeah. curious to know what your favorite normal type is. Furret. Furret. Oh, okay. Tell me more. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. I will, my recent XY playthrough, I caught a Sentret, evolved into a Furret. Mm-hmm. I think they're cute and fluffy and all they're that adorable. stuff. And, exactly. <laughs> um, attack is not that great, but its speed is amazing. Mm-hmm. So... At the Sun and uh, Moon release party at GameStop that I went to, I brought my Game Boy with me to just battle or trade or whatever, just because. And there was a guy there. He does a lot of competitive battling. And he was like, do you want to battle? I was like, sure, but I'm not that good. Just giving you a heads up. <laughs> so I always start with Furret just because I love to see people's reactions of like, what? <laughs> so I somehow managed to survive... Uh, his first three Pokemon with Furret alone. Dang. Like, because I taught it power up punch, so every time it attacks with it, its attack goes up and up. Nice. So eventually it was super strong. It knew hidden power, which was a dragon move. Uh huh. <laughs> so that was able to knock out a couple of its uh, uh, dragons just when he thought it could take me on. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, it's. Just something I've always liked. I mean, I like it too. It's I, I I feel like it's a really well designed Pokemon, but I'm surprised that that's the one. It's cool though because there's a story behind why you like it. <laughs> that's always fun. Oh yeah. Now, we started this with our favorite typing. I'm now going to ask you your least favorite typing. Sure, it's probably not too much of a surprise based on some of the stuff I've mentioned. But if people had only just started to tune in, it might be a surprise because I think it's a lot of people's favorite or it's probably pretty high up there but dragon type is really honestly probably one of my least favorites i never train them i don't really know why i would other than they're really cool looking um mm-hmm. i just someone's gonna have to convert me i think because i just don't <laughs> get the appeal of them other than they look really awesome so i don't know i mean i have i've had a couple that i think are sweet but i think it's probably it just based on the fact that i don't i don't get the hype you know okay i so. understand yeah, that's probably it for me. Mine what about you? 
kind of the same reason as you. It's fighting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I just, I've tried using them. I just can't use them. I don't know what it is. So, yeah, fighting's my least favorite. Hmm. Plain and simple. Yeah. Um, so we got through all the types. And so the rest of these are just kind of like curiosity questions. Um, one's really relevant to recent stuff because we just talked about uh, Sun and Moon for like the past however many episodes. Um, I think this is a hard question, but I'm curious to see what you say. Uh, is your favorite Sun and Moon Pokemon? Ah. Um, oh, I kind of edited the questions a little bit. Okay. Uh, I added one right before that, but I should probably move that to the end. I took out a few questions because they were just kind of irrelevant. Um, oh, I totally missed that. <laughs> Hold on, let me pull Sorry. the notes. Oh, no, no, you're good. Let me pull the notes back up. Do, 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 do. Are you singing your theme song? Yeah. <laughs> my theme song for a show that I never actually watched. When I told my wife, I was uh, I was like, so Doug and I are getting ready to go record, and she just starts singing the Doug theme song, and I'm just like, really? <laughs> I only know it because I spent my whole childhood listening to people sing that to me. <laughs> uh-huh. I bet. I don't actually know. I don't even know if I sing it right because I've never that, really watched it. Okay, so what did I... Oh, okay, there it is. Yeah, yeah, I didn't catch that one. No, you're good. Okay. So, I mentioned briefly some Mega Evolution stuff, and I know you did too. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your actual favorite Mega Evolution? It's a toss-up between Mega Alakazam Okay. And Mega Kangaskhan. Now, I've got a few others I like. Like, I like Mega Scizor and Mega Blastoise and stuff like that. But I've kind of already said those Pokemon, so I couldn't really say them again. Mm-hmm. I really like Mega Kangaskhan just for the fact that it pulls its baby out of its pouch. So it's like Pokemon Company actually acknowledges the fact that the po- that the baby's there. <laughs> Finally. Like, okay, yeah, we, we know the baby's there. We're just not going to make it an official Pokemon. <laughs> Which I still don't understand why they haven't done, but uh, Omega Kangaskhan is probably my favorite. That's a good one. And I think a lot of them are, and I, I struggle because I don't know which one I would say is my favorite. Like, I don't. I haven't done a lot with the Mega Evolutions in in Y, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't played Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire yet. So that'll probably change my answer after the fact. But right now, I have a Mega Blastoise, and I actually really like its design a lot. I feel like of the of the original starters that got Mega Evolutions, I think Mega Blastoise is my favorite design. So I think I'm going to go with that. I think I'm just going to go simple and old school and say Mega Blastoise. Okay. All right. yeah. So, obviously, you already asked this question, but I'm going <laughs> to say it again because I'm not editing that part out because it's just too funny. Oh, so no! <laughs> favorite new Pokemon from Sun and Moon? Oh, this question is so hard. I don't... Oh, oh I don't know. Because there's so many cool ones and they're all so recent in my brain. Um, I, I know I can't say Primarina because I've said that a bajillion times. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like saying an Alolan form okay. isn't fair, but I, isn't it? fair? I don't know. Oh, geez. You just can't say Alolan Muck. 
I know. So then what would I even say? Marowak. Oh, no, no. Oh. It's your Diggly Doug Trio. Oh, get, psh, get out of here. No way. I, if, if there were a question on here that said least favorite new Pokemon from Sun and Moon, it would be Alolan Diglett. Well, no, Alolan Diglett's fine. Alolan Doug Trio, though. Ugh. I don't know. Um, I do really like I do really like Charge a Bug a lot. Um, yeah, so that's like a pretty pretty solid contender. Um, if I'm talking about things that I, oh my gosh, me too. Um, so if I'm going based on something that I used a lot, it would probably be a Charge Bug. If I go with something that I think is just a cool concept and really like uh, characteristic of the Alolan region like Pukamuku is a really funny uh mm-hmm. little mascot for the for the region mm-hmm. um but man geez, this is so tough gosh i don't know this is one of the few that i didn't have an answer written down for ahead of time mm-hmm. oh what do i say <laughs> love them all i do actually really like them all a lot um. Oh my gosh, this is so hard. I'm really drawing a blank. I don't know, Kyle. <laughs> How do I choose? <laughs> <laughs> why, why is this so difficult? I don't know. Um. What's? I mean, do you already know? Yeah. What is it? My well, my favorite is Cartana. Oh yeah, I guess I haven't really gotten into a lot of the uh, Ultra Beast well, stuff. I wonder well, if that Ultra would change. That is also hmm. a Sun exclusive, so yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Cartana is definitely my favorite Sun and Moon Pokemon. I think I'm just going to go with a few for a few different reasons. Charge a Bug okay. is one of my favorites to use. Like it was mm-hmm. one of my favorites to play with. I'm going to break rules here. And I'm going to say things I've already said. So, Charger Bug is one of my favorites to use. Pre-Marina is one of my favorites because it really, really surprised me and opened my eyes up to new types of play. Okay. Alolan Muck for the same reason. Um, and then I actually, just purely based on design, I think Orangaroo is one of the coolest looking additions to the region. Yeah. Or to the, the game. So, I'm going to say a few because I'm still gushing over these games. Okay. So, no, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but... Just uh, I'm gonna throw mine in just for like favorite Alolan form since you got your Alolan muck. I'm gonna say Alolan yeah. Marowak. Yep, it's so good. It looks so cool. <laughs> it's got green flames. I mean, how could you not like that? Oh, for real? No, it looks awesome. I think that's definitely one of the best designed Alolan forms for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Um. So this is something I know I think about a lot. We could uh, we could probably actually do like a whole episode on stuff like this, but. Um, for now, just a simple question. If you lived in the Pokemon world, like if our world was the Pokemon world, obviously not everyone would be a trainer, but we might. Um, there's all sorts of occupations and whatnot. So what would you actually do if you lived in the Pokemon world? What would, you, what would your career goal be? Something to be an electrician. <laughs> Something, something just tells me I end up being an electrician or something. I don't know, but I definitely have a Magnemite. Um, uh-huh. I, I honestly don't know. Uh, I thought about this. And I still really couldn't decide. Um, 
I don't want to say I'd be a trainer because that just seems like the obvious answer for everyone to say, like they'd be a trainer. I also think I genuinely wouldn't be for what it's worth. You know? Yeah. Um, see, there's breeders, uh, cooks and stuff like that, but based on what I do now as a uh, maintenance, I, I, you know, I'm gonna say I'm. I'd probably be an electrician. There you go. Just based That's on what I do with, now. Uh, yeah, it's in line with what you do, and it's in line with your favorite type. Yeah. I think if I go based on the the non-trainer stuff that I like most in the game, I might be a Pokemon breeder. But I think more realistically, I would probably work um, in a Pokemon center, but in like the lodging. Um, portion so like in the games when they or not in the games in the anime when they stay at pokemon centers i feel like i would probably work in that so i guess it'd be hospitality or something like that but okay um, the jobs you don't think of you know (laughs) yeah yeah definitely me and my clefable would just like welcome people into the pokemon center and show them to their rooms and make sure that all of their needs are taken care of nice yeah all right so this next question I'm pretty sure it's very easy, although it may have changed. I don't know. <laughs> Favorite region? Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, I have a long-standing answer, and then I have a recent answer, and they're currently fighting with each other. So it's either, it's it's definitely either Johto or the new Alola region. Same. Um, Same here. They're just – Johto, for so many reasons, Johto is, is one of my favorites and has stayed one of my favorites. But Alola is such a good – competitor because it is it feels so new it feels so different it has such a strong regional identity Mm -hmm. and there is that recency right like i'm still playing that game yeah and i'm still doing stuff in that game which i think is you know a lot of that can be attributed to the region itself so definitely Mm -hmm. one of those two now obviously love johto um in the anime wise i love xyz so Mm-hmm. But if I were to be living in the Pokemon world, I definitely want to live in Alola because, I mean, it's basically a beach the entire time. Right? And everybody's so chill and everybody's so, like, you know, friendly so, for the most part. It's a tie between those three, but in the end, I'm pretty sure if it was just came down to my favorite region just to play, it would be Johto. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm, I wonder if this is going to be a Johto answer or not, but we'll find out. Um, if you had to pick a favorite gym leader, who would your favorite gym leader be? Is it Johto? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's the thing, though. Like, and I'm counting all the kahunas and all of them for this, too, just sure. because, obviously. Yeah. Um, I love Lieutenant Surge from Gen 1. Mm-hmm. I really can't even remember a single one from Gen Four. <laughs> I really can't. because they're they're all copies of old ones. Yeah, Gen- Generation Four, and and someone's going to yell at me for saying this, but I do think Generation Four has some of the worst gym leaders, or at least the least memorable. Um, all right, I have one, and it's going to be a little weird. I don't remember her name, but she's from Black Two and White Two. She's the punk rock gym leader that does the poison type. If she's only in black two, white two, then I actually don't even know who you're talking about yet. Okay. <laughs> well, 
Whoops. The only reason why I say her is because I knew I'd be going up against a poison type. And in the game, there's a character basically saying, hey, by the way, this gym leader uses poison types. You should capture <laughs> um, uh, one of the magnemites that are down in that grassy area to battle it. <laughs> and so I caught one, and it stayed in my game the entire time. And I'll be honest with you, that started my love for Magnemite. Ah, the origin of the Magnemite. So I have to go with her because if it wasn't for her, I may not appreciate <laughs> Magnemite the way I do now. That is such a better story than what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> such it on me. Okay, I am. So you know, I'm finishing up Y now, and I am. Mm-hmm. I'm right before the last gym leader, and I didn't know who he was until like a week ago when I looked in the guide. And so I don't know if I like him yet or not, but I really want to. So I won't use him for my answer because I don't know if if uh, I want like I actually like him or not. I will just give him a shout out. Wolfric looks. <laughs> I don't know if he is awesome. I don't know if he's awesome in the show or in the game or at all, but he looks awesome. The problem with this question for me is that I find so many gym leaders to be so unmemorable um, that the ones that I have the strongest connection to are the original Kanto ones. And so I think I I have to just go with Erica because she was my favorite as a kid. Um, She used my favorite type. And uh, even though that episode is, <laughs> like, one of the worst ways to get a, a badge ever, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I still really like Erica. So I think Erica's my favorite. Okay. All right, so next one, and you can choose either one, your favorite Elite Four or Champion. Oh, okay. Um, elite... Uh, I think... I think Elite Four, I'm going to go... I'm going to answer both anyway. I think Elite Four is going to be Koga, just because he was the first one to have graduated from... Or for us, seeing. Graduating from a gym leader into the Elite Four, and I thought that was so cool. Um, And then champion-wise, the only reason I'm going to answer this one specifically is because I harp on Generation Four so, so much. But I think that the champion of that game is really cool. Oh, Cynthia. um, Yeah. So I feel like this is, there's evidence. Everybody can point to this podcast. I do not hate everything about <laughs> Generation 4. I like Cynthia. She's cool. Nice. Um, so I had to throw that in there. Okay. What about you, though? Are you doing both? Or are you doing one? Like, does something I'll, stand I'll, out I'll to you? I'll do both. Um, champion-wise, this is probably going to be Steven from Gen 3. Okay. It's a good one. And then... For this, I'd have to say, for the Elite Four, you know what? In Sun and Moon, we see our very first flying-type Elite Four member, and I thought it was just so cool and refreshing to see a new type. Mm-hmm. It's usually always like, there's always a dragon, there's always like a rocker fighting, there's always like a steel or whatever. Yeah. This was the very first flying type Elite Four member, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I like that so, one a lot. I forget her name. Me but too. She is- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you forgot the champion, so... The, it's fair. Yeah. 
you know, whatever. Yeah. I just forget her name, and I think it's so funny because she's like, she just shows up, and you're like, wait, who are you? <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> but no, she's I like got such a, lot a cool too. story that like she had beaten all the Kahuna's before. She became yeah. an island champion, and then they asked her to come back to be an Elite Four member. Yeah. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. So she's definitely my favorite Elite Four. Yeah, she has a great story. Um, what about, right. what about Professor? Do you have a favorite Professor? Um, I want to say Elm, but the guy doesn't know where Pokemon eggs come from, so I feel like he failed <laughs> biology. <laughs> It's literally the beginning of the universe, bro. <laughs> yeah. So he failed biology, so I can't go with Elm. Um, I'm going to go with Oak, because it's just a classic Oak, you know? Yeah. Nice. Although I recently found out all the professors are named after trees. Oh, <laughs> you just caught on to that one? <laughs> yeah, someone pointed out, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> I think my affinity for grass types clued me in very early on. <laughs> um, I would have to say my favorite is Birch because I feel like he's my spirit professor. He's like the guy who wears sandals and shorts and like uh, <laughs> just goes out into the wild and hangs out with Pokemon and is sort of like the weird... I feel like he's... Like the weird professor that is the unconventional sort of field professor. So I really, I really like that. I don't know. The most recent professor is kind of weird. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Weird, weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's pretty, so pretty favorite, weird. <laughs> your favorite bad guy team. Um, this is probably a recency thing for sure. Um, but like. I thought I was going to really, really hate them. And they're not even really bad guys. But I kind of grew to like Team Skull quite a bit. <laughs> nice. Very it's nice. hard. I, I think if you asked me this in like a month, I would say there's no way they're my favorite. But right now, there's a soft spot for Team Skull. <laughs> okay. My... What's your far better, far more informed answer than mine? <laughs> uh... I'm going to say Team Magma. Okay. Because they had a goal. They had a goal. Obviously, Aqua was the exact same, but I always I grew with uh, Ruby, so I, yeah. I'm just going to say Team Magma. This isn't part of the question, but do you have like a least favorite? If you had a least favorite, what would your least favorite be? Flare. Same. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they're the ones that come to mind as my least favorite too. Yeah. Right. Um, this is like favorite? the. Now, ultimate I know your answer for this one. I know your answer, but favorite game. Do you know my answer? <laughs> Does it start with a C? Okay, Pokemon Crystal. <laughs> is that what you were thinking? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah i think if i had to boil it down to my absolute favorite it would be crystal um i spent so much time with that game i it i don't know i, I don't have an explanation other than i just spent so much time with it mm. it's the reason suicune's my favorite legendary it's awesome nice what's yours i don't know if i actually know this it's a toss-up between why and heart gold <laughs> 
Okay. Why? Part Interesting. Goal, yeah. Well, I love X and Y as a whole, but Y was always my favorite version of the two. Okay. Mostly, like, I love the fact you could finally do the whole wonder trade, and mm-hmm. you could... So many cool Pokemon at the time and everything like that, so I really dug that. But Heart Gold, I mean, going back to Johto, you finally get a Pokemon to follow you around, no matter which Pokemon it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so cool. many things to do in that. So I would say Heart Gold. Yeah, those are yeah, those answers make so much more sense. I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I would have said black and white a while ago, and I still really do like black and white a lot. Um, but I think a lot of my, I think a lot of what I liked about them is worn off a little bit. Cause I think they just, they like rose to my expectations. And then I think mm-hmm. I realized that there were other games that I liked more. Crystal is just always going to be like mm-hmm. way up there for me. So it's good. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So it's one more question. Final question. The most yes, important. Final question, folks. It, it, it's a little weird as the final question, but I don't care. Suck it up. <laughs> <sighs> what did you nickname your rival? I am glad I'm answering this first because I'm super boring. And I, <laughs> I am hesitant to say never, but I don't know if I ever creatively named my rivals. I think I always just the, the version name. Okay. For me, like I've I've stuck with like I've got I've when I played like red, blue and yellow, I always called him Gary. Gary. Or I'd call him uh blue from like the uh yeah. or from like you know the manga and the original stuff. Mm-hmm. But I honestly Sometimes, like, if I was, like, mad at a friend, I'd name him after my <laughs> friend or something like that. That's awesome. <laughs> I remember my first time playing Pokemon Silver. And it, you run into your rival there, and it, it just says, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. I yeah. didn't know that if you named him whatever, that's what his name would be. So when they asked me what was his name, I, they typed in, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> The entire game, you're going up against this guy. I'm like, gee, when am I ever going to learn this guy's name? And then second time around, I was like, I wonder what happens if I say it's something different. And that's what his name becomes. And I was like, oh, (laughs) that makes so much more sense. (laughs) So awesome. (laughs) Like, if I get his name right, then maybe I'll get something. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I, I figured so oh, I must have forgotten like a question mark or I did one too many or something like that. It's funny because now that we, we don't name the rivals, I I probably am more inclined to name them something interesting than I was as a kid. As a kid, I just wanted to like get on with the game. Mm-hmm. So I would just pick one of the default options. And now where I would be more inclined to actually come up with a funny name, we don't actually get to name anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> the sad part. It does mean they have more defined characters though, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, yeah. When I uh, next time I have the chance to name a rival, I'll make sure I, I name them something incredibly hilarious. There you go. That's some poopy pants. Exactly. Yes. So we asked that on Twitter because I keep forgetting that we have a Facebook. 
Um, <laughs> ask us anything is what we asked. <laughs> yeah, literally anything. So, yeah. So uh, first up, Lee Roberts at Lee Roberts VO said, what do you think of the National Pokedex being limited to Pokemon Bank? And I'm glad he asked that because I forgot to mention that earlier in the news that basically when you sync your Pokemon Bank to your game, that becomes your everything that you have in your Pokemon Bank basically shows up in your Sun and Moon file as your National Pokedex. So whatever you have there, you automatically already have in Sun and Moon. Hmm. And I'll be honest, I don't really care for that because if, like, say, I play Sun again or Moon this time around, it, is it going to say I already have all those Pokemon all the way through already, or do I have to wait it out until whatever? Yeah, that's really strange. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, but my gut reaction is, why are they doing that? Yeah. So. So I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I don't feel positive about it, but I don't I have just, strong feelings yet. I just updated my Pokemon bank, so probably next episode or the episode after that, depending on what we do, mm-hmm. I will give a full report on the whole Pokemon bank thing, and I'll let you guys know how it is. I am currently trying to decide whether or not I should like tweak my phone plan so that I can turn my phone into a hotspot, because then I could probably do some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I'm thinking about doing it is for the Pokemon Bank. So maybe, just maybe, I'll have an update as well. Nice. Yeah. Can't wait to hear. Yeah. Um, RJ, a.k.a. Uchi, at Anime Redneck 96 said, What's the creepiest or weirdest Pokemon lore you have ever heard about or thought of? Pokemon and humans together. I'll leave it at that, and that's about it. <laughs> Oh, Sun and Moon does kind of hint at that. <laughs> There's always been speculations, especially with Gardevoir. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and then <laughs> in the demo. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> There's the Super woman weird. who says her boyfriend is McChamp. Yeah, that's... That, no, let's just not. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I would probably have to go with... Any of the ghost Pokemon that are explained as, like, the resurrected version of children, that, I think, is super creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what's it, oh, what is it called? Oh, uh, the little, I have, like, 27 of them. The little uh, ghost tree thing that turns into Trevenant. Uh, oh, um. Phantom. Yep, Phantom. That one is apparently created from lost children in the forest, I believe. Um, and that, I think, I think anything like that is just super creepy. Mimikyu is pretty creepy. Um, Sandy Gast is pretty creepy. Mm. Um, so, yeah, ghost Pokemon are super creepy. Mimikyu. Yep. 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 Real weird. All right. So, Luke Early at Undead No Nine said, Who are the typical Pokemon in your party in each gen? Is it the same slash does it vary? I'd put money on Kyle always having Magnemite. Well, you lose that money because I've only ever used Magnemite twice in my place. There is one Pokemon that 
is pretty much always in all of my teams almost, it seems like. Um, and I did not list it on any of my lists. Hmm. Lucario. Oh, really? I don't think I even knew that. Lucario has, like, I think Gen 4 I used one, Gen 5 I used one, Gen 6 I know I've used one. I haven't used one yet in this, because I don't think you can get a Lucario. Mm, You can get, I have a Riolu, I'm pretty sure. I think. I think you can get it. Okay, maybe, yeah. You You might have to get it through SOS battles, though. Probably, makes sense. But I remember having a Lucario. I forget which game it was. But it was so strong. It had Dark Pulse, um, and then its special move. Um, uh, what was it called? Aurasphere? Uh, or Aurasphere, like yes. Like, so, like, just the way it did its move and everything in X and Y was so cool. It looked like it was doing, like, the Kamehameha way from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it was just the coolest thing ever. So Lucario is probably the one that's always kind of stuck by my side, along with Jolteon. Jolteon's another one that's I've always really had. Nice. I um, I never used Lucario in the game, but Lucario is my main in Smash Brothers. Nice. Yeah. Mine's Marth. Uh, Marth, nice. It's uh, Lucario is one of the only two amiibo that I have. I have Lucario and I have Mewtwo. I have Mewtwo, and then I have all the Fire Emblem amiibos. There you go. Um, to actually answer Luke's question on my end, it varies pretty greatly every single time. Um, I think it's probably more accurate for me to say what types of Pokemon end up in my party every time. Up until Sun and Moon, I would say, my typing for my teams was like pretty basic in that I tried to have one of each starter type, and then the other three would... Um, one of them would probably be some sort of flying type. Um, and then, uh, other than that, I mean, there's probably usually some sort of rock or ground type and then the, the rotating fifth, which a lot of times is, or rotating sixth rather. A lot of times is, there's an electric one that I rotate in, um, or like a psychic when I need it or something like that. But that, that was my typical typing for teams until very recently. Sun and moon really, really shook that up where I have... You know, I have my Primarina in there. I have my Alolan Muck in there. Um, and I really tried to shake it up a little bit, so. Nice. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, I don't think I trained any fire stuff in Sun no. Moon. I'm not sure. Hmm. All right. So I think we should probably end this, because I think this has been going on for quite some time. Um, yeah. Just yeah, <laughs> a little bit. So if you stuck through this whole thing, congratulations. Your prize is, well, no. There's a no big prize. thank you. Yes, there, it's a big <laughs> thank you for sticking through with this. Um, I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about us. Um, hopefully yeah. next episode will be a little bit more exciting. Uh, we do have a large list of ideas for a couple episodes coming up for, you know, boring things, but always expect <laughs> always at least expect at least once a month from us. I can guarantee that. Um, we have plenty of great ideas. Exactly. We have good ideas. Yeah. In any case, thank you for joining us thank on another you. adventure along the Victory Road. For information on episodes and contests uh, or to give us feedback on the show, be sure to find us on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pod. 
If there is something in the world of Pokemon that you know a whole lot about, kind of like we mentioned earlier with the IVs and the EVs and the, all that training stuff, and you'd like to talk to us about it on the podcast, let us know. And until next time, we are headed back to the Pokemon Center to rest up. See you later. Bye. Check out www.4rideradio.com.